Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Unstoppable Faith, wherever you may be joining us around the world. For those who are listening on radio, we say thank you. And we welcome our new broadcasting partners, Life TV there in Africa. We say God bless you as well. As you join us on Unstoppable Faith, our desire and our passion is to help you uh, build a strong and unshakable foundation through the Word of God, through men and women of God who share on this program. On today's program, I have a very special guest and I'm so excited because we'll be talking about uh, uh, conquer your deliverance how to live a life of um, uh, freedom today's guest is going to be uh, evangelist John Ramirez he's an author he's a great uh, man of God uh, uh, he's an author and a highly sought-after speaker who teaches believers around the world and around the globe how to defeat uh, the enemy he has shared his powerful testimony of uh, being miraculously served as a high-ranking satanic priest on uh, its Supernatural, as well as on 700 Club, TBN, uh, Daystar, and many more. Uh, stay tuned and we'll be right back with my guest, Evangelist John Ramirez. Right now, the times we're in, the devil, is he has brought up his arsenal against the church, against the believer. But we need to know one thing, that the abilities of the enemy doesn't take away from the authority that God has given us. You want to be Christian with God's best, filled with the, not only with the Holy Spirit, but filled with the arsenals of heaven. The mind of spiritual warfare, the mind of the good soldier, the one that had been enlisted in the army of God. That's what I'm teaching you in spiritual warfare. I'm teaching you the training. I'm teaching you what you need to know in your life to get you to the finish line. We need to let the devil know that we ain't playing. If you want to walk with the Lord Jesus Christ and really be armed and dangerous, man, you need to take this course. You need to be part of something that's going to teach you how to dismantle, disarm every demonic attack over your life. It's going to set you free and it's going to equip you and it's going to get you to the place that God wants you to be. You have a purpose and a destiny. Put it in your arsenal, put it in your life, put it in your spirit, and be what God called you to be. Special up. It's time to fight. It's time to win. God's counting on us to bring the fight to the enemy. Uh, man of God, welcome to Unstoppable Faith. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, Pastor. It's amazing. I love the name. I love the name of the show, Unstoppable Faith. Wow. I was like, <laughs> yes, I, I want to be on that show. Unstoppable. Amen. <laughs> amen, amen. It's unstoppable. And you're going to help us, uh, you know, uh, uh, discuss so many things that actually that stops us. Uh, I'm so glad that, uh, you know, you and I are going to tackle uh, this topic here. Uh, but uh, let me go to this uh, very first question in your book, which is right behind me here. I got amen. two copies. I'm blessed with two copies. I've been reading it myself. Um, in your, you open up in your new book, Conquer, Del Conquer Your Deliverance, with an idea of uh, chicken corp Christians. Can you explain uh, this analogy for us and how it relates to the book's uh, premises? 
you know, to me, the chicken coop Christian is the Christian that believe more on the devil than believe Christ, right? Because Christ, Christ has said to us, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, more than conquerors. And we, a lot of times as believers, we win battles, we win wars, but we don't conquer. And I think a lot of Christians, they, they don't believe a lot of chicken cook Christians are the Christians that basically, they, they live in that mediocre spiritual warfare battle. They live in that mediocre spiritual warfare. And not that they're bad people, they love God, but they haven't been trained, equipped, disciple, mentor, to the point that we need to start conquering stuff. So when you fight that devil, when you fight with either an infirmity devil, or you fight an oppression, depression, fear devil, we, once you conquer that devil, and, and God gives you the complete victory, because God is about completion, nothing missing, nothing broken. That's who God is. The devil is fragmented in the ways he attacks us because he's very limited, but the God is complete. And when you conquer something, that means that devil will never come back and fight you another season because you got victory. You conquer that devil once and for all. Then there's no, no, there's no backsliding to that. There's no going back to that. You know, God told the people, uh, the Israelites, you know, he closed the door behind. Mm -hmm. There's no more Egypt in your life. You're moving forward. Wow, that is, uh, that is powerful right there. Now, uh, one of the things I know uh, for the most part is um, there are two voices that uh, try to fight for our attention and to speak to us. And you tackle that in your book. Uh, you say, as believers who are, uh, who, are, who are the three voices that speak to us and what does each voice say? Amen. I mean, to me, and, and, and you know, I mean, I'll give you a scenario, right? I got the voice of the world. I got the voice of the devil. I got the voice of the Holy Spirit, right? Which voice do I submit to? This is submission has to be going on in, in, in your walk with God. Submission brings a victory. Submission brings obedience. Submission brings uh, completion, you know? Submission brings uh, commitment, you know, and I think a lot of times we are so divided in, in, into so many voices and so many ideas or, or so many uh, uh, we believe that is uh, opportunity. But are they golly opportunities in your life? Golly, uh, 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 what the Lord is doing, you know. So what voice do I submit? The voice that I submit is the one that I follow. They got me out of hell and brought me back from, from hell to life. If the voice of Jesus Christ, that is the voice. I, I, I you know, it, it's, it's amazing because a lot of people say, and I say this, right? I think people on the, I think people are delusional because they say, you know, they stereotype things and say, well, you know, uh, Africa or Haiti, voodoo. The yes. devil is not an African devil. He's no. not an African devil, and he's sure ain't not a Haitian devil either. The devil is a cultural devil, yeah. and he knows the voice of culture. And, the, wow. and we submit more to the voice of culture than to the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Wow. So the devil is not African. He's not Puerto Rican. He's a cultural devil. The devil wants to interact with culture so he can, yes. cap he can incarcerate culture and own the culture of our time. That is, that is just uh, so powerful the way you explain it, and that is just right on. Uh, uh, I want to go to this here. You, you state that our, our battle as Christians begins with a free gift of salvation. So mm -hmm. what is wrong? with the mindset of believers who think of it as a get out of air free card. I want you to tackle on that. You know, it's amazing because it's amazing because we lived in the love boat all our life. I don't know if you used to watch the love boat on television. Yes. We, we, the word is the love boat. 
when you become a true believer in Christ, I'm not a true believer, a person that had an encounter. I'm talking about the church person that go to church and sit there like a pocketbook. I'm talking about that kind of person. I'm talking about true believer that you had an encounter with God. You had an encounter with Christ, not the church, not a church because you had an encounter with Christ, a true believer. It, it, you, you come from the love boat, you join the battleship. Then Paul told Timothy, you've been enlisted. You know, don't get involved with civilians affairs. Paul mm -hmm. said, you enlisted in the army. Once you say yes to Jesus, the battle begins. Yes. And wow. the battle begins. That's why God, what would God say? No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God said, what God said, you could do all things to Christ Jesus because there's a battle going on. But we tend to be, we don't want no, no, a lot of pastors. And I said a lot of love, a lot of pastors don't want to address the elephant in the room. That's true. I've, I've, you know, I've actually heard of stories where when demons started start to manifest in some of uh, the meetings, some pastor, they take off and they take flight and they yeah. are gone. <laughs> They're gone because, you know, they, you know, these are the sons of Sceva. Wow. That brings me to this question, uh, 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 Pastor John. You say that uh, the church talks about the enemy, but never confronts him. That okay, we exactly. no longer live like uh, the early church of Acts. Uh, mm -hmm. What should the, that confrontation uh, look like? And how do we choose authentic, uh, uh, bondage-free Christianity? Well, you know, I mean, the church, I mean, in the church always, you know, the, the spiritual warfare, uh, the spiritual warfare teachings or the spiritual warfare engaging the enemy, just as talk, talk about them. The devil's there, the devil's there. The devil's coming after you. The devil comes to seek who can devour. I mean, they got the scriptures down packed, but they don't see it. You don't see them on the altar or casting out demons. Mm -hmm. Jesus cast out more demons than anybody else. Jesus had Jesus had a ministry of, of setting the captives free. Jesus had no cupcake ministry. No. Jesus didn't have, Jesus wasn't selling, you know, good human ice cream from a truck in a corner. I mean, Jesus came, he got in the battlefield from day one. And today he left the, left the earth. He was on the battlefield setting the captives free. And so you can talk about the devil. The devil is okay with that. But don't confront the enemy. Because you see, we, we as believers, we can talk a good game. But when it's time to play, no one shows up to the game. Wow. When it's time to play, nobody shows up at the game. How does the Bible portray uh, the devil differently than the church uh, does? And why does this matter as we seek to conquer our deliverance? You know, the, the church makes the devil to see a fan. The church addresses the devil as a fantasy, mm. as a fantasy. The dress dresses, not all churches, because we've got some great, amazing pastors out there that knows how to do deliverance. That are, that are willing to get into the battlefield and fight the good fight because they believe that they, you know, they believe I'm my brother's keeper. I take Man. care of the sheep. I do the right thing. I fight the good fight. I lay hands. I cast out demons. You know, mm -hmm. they, they, I know there's some good pastors out there that I know myself. And I'm pretty, I feel in my spirit, myself, yourself, sir. You're and not that's the ministry we are called you know, to, you know, to do. Yeah, to do it. And you're not afraid mm -hmm. of the devil. You, I can tell that in my spirit. You're not afraid of the yes. enemy. You, you cast out a lot of demons. <laughs> and, I don't, I, and I don't even know. I, haven't, I don't know you on a personal level, but I can feel that in my spirit, right? So, so, so Jesus never took the devil lightly. Mm -hmm. Jesus never took the devil lightly. So if you see in, uh, Jesus confronted the devil in different facets. You know, mm -hmm. we talk about Jesus got baptized in the Jordan. He came out to the wilderness. I mean, first, before he did that, he said, I saw Satan fall out of lightning from heaven. He yes. confronted the devil there. That's one aspect of confronting the devil. Because, I mean, Jesus hit him so hard that the devil fell into the earth. He didn't know what to do. He forgot his name. 
So you got that, you got that thing. You got, you got Jesus going to the wilderness. That's mm -hmm. another confrontation with the enemy. Jesus even was, Jesus was so awesome. Jesus said, let me just get my humanity so weak and you can come fight me again. Yes. Jesus turned around and beat the devil yes. in the wilderness, right? Then mm -hmm. Jesus turned around, the devil shows up to Peter. You're not going to the cross, sit and get behind me, right? Mm -hmm. Showed up to Peter. Jesus didn't take it lightly. Jesus loved Peter. But he put it, he put the situation in perspective. He confronted and put the devil in his place, mm -hmm. you know? And then the last, the last fight that Jesus had with the devil was with Judas yes. on the last supper confronted. He said, he confronted the devil. If you ain't going to repent Judas, go do what you got to do. Satan mm -hmm. enter Judas. And you know, we know the story. So Jesus wow. never took the devil lightly mm -hmm. and every part that, and then Jesus went to heaven, sat at the right hand of the father and left the church here for round four. For the last fight, left the church here to bring it to the enemy for the last fight. And we are far, we are fighting a fight that we are behind in points, like boxing. Yes. Wow, that is, that is just right on. Uh, I couldn't wait to ask you this question. I mean, uh, uh, many of us experience a powerful breakthrough and deliverance, but fail to keep hold of it. What would you say to the believers who has failed to stack in the same scene for years? Well, yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of times we, 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 we win, like I was saying, we win victories and we think that it's over, but we don't know the reinforcement that's coming right behind it. The devil knows about reinforcing, the devil knows retribution, he knows backlash, retaliation. The devil understands that. The devil's not gonna lay down and die just because you won the first round. The devil understands that, you know, if you into the person's into pornography, got set free, and, and, and they come in the victory, they go up on church on Sunday, testify, Jesus set me free from pornography, but you left your guards down because you don't know the reinforcement, backlash, retaliation, or yeah. retribution devils that are coming right after that. But that's what I say. Conquering, conquering your, conquering your deliverance means this, and I'll share this one moment. Joseph was a, an example of conquering, conquering unforgiveness. Right, because Joseph was betrayed by his brothers. Mm -hmm. But when Joseph had a chance to destroy his brothers, when he met him the second time, he could have took him out because Joseph was the second in command in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And Joseph totally forgave his brother. He conquered, he conquered his forgiveness for his brothers. So much so that when he met his father Jacob later, mm -hmm. he never told Jacob the whole story of what the brothers did because he conquered wow. unforgiveness. Wow. And we need to conquer things in our lives because we if we don't conquer it we'll never make we we'll never finish we'll never get to the finish line because mm -hmm. we'll end up fighting devils after devils after devils after devils because the same devil will come back on a different suit he'll come back in a different way same mm -hmm. old methods just a different way to attack us now you know for for, for most of our guests uh, uh probably they're new i know you are known everywhere around the world but uh they don't know you're talking from uh, experience not only from just studying the bible but you've been there you've been on the other side you've been on the other camp that brings me to this question sir you were formerly a trained uh, uh, trained as a priest of uh, a satanic cult how has yeah. your time in the kingdom of darkness impacted this message or lasting a breakthrough and unhindered freedom? It, 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 you know, it, it's amazing. I, I say God has a very unique sense of humor because I was a demolical, demonic vessel of darkness for the devil. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even, you know, how people say I, you was a Satanist. 
Satanists is little guys that dress up with the little black shirt, paint the nails black. That's a wannabe. That yeah. ain't no, that ain't, that, that's nothing. You, you light up, you got a little rock and roll shirt on, and you think that you own the world. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. I was living in the shadows of the demonic for 25 years. Wow. I knew how to attack Christians by the blind spot of the wow. areas that they didn't have discernment on. Mm-hmm. I knew how to astral project, end up in your house, cross regions, cross mm-hmm. oceans, astral projecting, and wow. cursing your house or cursing your region or locking down your ministry to the mm-hmm. witchcraft and the contracts and the a contract and the demonic covenants that I had with the devil. Mm-hmm. I came from a family of witches and warlock from my father's side. So that's why when I said in the beginning, people stereotype things that people say, well, uh, voodoo is from Africa. Voodoo is from Haiti. No, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. The devil has the devil. The devil is into culture. The yes. devil is into, see, I was one of the most faithful, committed, devoted devil worshipers in wow. the planet. The devil loves people that are faithful, committed, wow. and devoted to him. Mm-hmm. And when you commit and devoted and faithful to the devil, he'll show you the secrets of the kingdom of darkness. And that was my life. Same way with Jesus, right? If you're faithful and committed and, and, and obedient to Jesus, he will show you the secrets of the kingdom. So mm-hmm. the devil is not but a copycat and a bootleg and, 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 and not a great original. So he'll show you, so I've learned from the age of eight years old, I was going to demon church. From seven in the evening to five in the morning, I was going to demon church. And we were standing, we didn't have no chairs, by the way. Not like these comfortable chairs we have at church and you there for an hour and a half and you're falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, have, we had no chairs. <laughs> we stood up all night, worshiping the devil, worshiping demon, getting demon possessed, mediums, and we recipes, uh, recipe cleansing and making contracts with the dark side. When you were sleeping and getting your eight hours of sleep, we were working the satanic world upside wow. down so we can bring it to the Christian world and turn them upside down. So, so wow. I lived there in, 19, in October of 1999. And before I say one more thing, I even got married on Halloween. I had a developer demonic wow. wedding on Halloween, October 31st. Uh, years ago, it was my demonic wedding, October, and the devil showed up and baptized my wedding. There were no gifts. There were no, uh, you know, there were no invitations. There were no but warlock and witches that came to my wedding. So I lived in a demonic shadow. I'm talking from a place of the devil's playbook. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking. I'm talking about how the devil used components, patterns, and cycles, legal rights, legal contracts against believers, and I'm teaching the believers that how you could dismantle these things, curse them to the boot, and live the life that Jesus Christ had for you. And the only reason I'm talking to you, my friend, my, my brother mm-hmm. in Christ, and I, I love your spirit, I, the only reason I'm talking to you because Jesus took me to hell, took me out of my body, yes. took me to hell, and put me back in my body. And that's why I became, I went to Christian as a d- demonic monster mm-hmm. and came back as a believer in Jesus Christ. Praise I God. I went to hell. Praise God. Praise God. This, this is just powerful. I got two questions. And also, uh, after these two questions, I want you to talk about uh, the e-course uh, that you do, uh, uh, the, the, the training that you do, uh, that you are involved in now. Now, uh, uh, you give readers seven spiritual principles of uh, dressing up for battle. Talk to us uh, through a few of these and how they help believers reveal an approach uh, uh, to their fight. You know, I, I, I share a moment with you, you know, to the believer, I, I, I share one, the mind. The mind is one, one of the things in the mind is, is the devil knows how to fragment your mind. He knows the devil is an identity thief. 
Mm-hmm. He's still your he's still your identity through your mind. I teach believers how to keep your mind intact, keep your mind in Christ, keep your mind connected to the Holy Spirit. Don't let the devil fragment your mind. Don't let the mm-hmm. devil plant demonic seeds. Your mind is one of them. I I I I'm so strong on teaching people how to have the mind of Christ because if you can't beat the devil here, you can't beat him out there. That's you know, true. I, I I it, it just I don't know how, how people are trying to get into the battlefield when your mind is defeated. Don't understand that. When your mind is your mind, your mind and your thoughts have been incarcerated by the enemy, and you're trying to fight the devil out in the battlefield, and your mind is already stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that. One of the things I, I, I share with people, you know, we need to understand that the I, I the battle is putting on Christ. My, my I put on Christ. Mm-hmm. I Paul talks about the Amen. armor in Ephesians. I put on Christ. I put on, I I face confronted witches and warlocks and different meetings and different mm-hmm. places. I, you know, I I done deliverance like yourself. I, there was people who come for stage cancer. Doctors said you got six months to live. Mm-hmm. Lay hands on them, pray over them, believe God, simple faith. People go back to doctor, no trace of cancer. They're still walking the earth preaching Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is the battlefield of the mind that is so important. And I'm going to address that today because of time. You know, one thing I, I share, I just wrote this down right here because I'm doing this thing. The things the devil after, he's after your mind. He's mm-hmm. after your soul. Your soul is the place that the devil knows how to hit you, to mm-hmm. emotionally distract you so he can try to fragment your inner man. Okay, that's what I was talking here. The fragmentary enemy, the devil is after your purpose, your destiny, and the devil is after one thing, after believers, that the devil needs in his kingdom. He yes. needs the gifts that God has given you. Wow. wow. The gifts, the gifts. The devil, the reason the devil is after you, because if mm-hmm. there's no gifts in his kingdom, mm-hmm. and then his kingdom cannot operate and, and get people into the mm-hmm. dark side. So if I can take a Christian and take the gifts of evangelism, I can use them to evangelize for the dark side. If I wow. can take a Christian that has a word of knowledge, then mm-hmm. I can use that Christian and corrupt that word of knowledge, and then he'd be, he'd be doing fortune telling. Wow. Wow. So the devil is after these things that Christians don't have a clue about. Mm-hmm. That if, the de- if you worship a singer mm-hmm. in the church, the devil's after that because mm-hmm. he wants you to make circular music so you can draw people to his kingdom. The gateway of the mind. The gateway, yes. And I'm just giving you all that because... If, if you let the devil distort your mind, he'll distort the character of God in your mind. Yes. Wow. Wow. Let, let me go to this uh, question here, man of God. I'm, I'm excited. This is, uh, you know, because um, uh, I always say this, many believers, they go to meetings, they encounter the presence of God, they encounter the power of God, then they go back home, they, they still go back to the same thing that they were trying to run away. So deliverance is uh, one of the most important, important, you know, uh, aspect of our Christian lives that many believers have ignored. And we continue to you know to be just bombarded by the enemy but i want to ask you this question here how can we assess the spiritual damages on our lives and how do we create a game plan to fight back and claim a victory in a spiritual warfare I, I you know i first of all you know depending on the assessment you make as an individual right i i I can make an assessment of my life, right? My, mm-hmm. my life was pr- pretty much, I lived in the demonic world for 25 years. My father was a warlock. My aunt is still a high-ranking witch. My aunt is still a high-ranking witch. And I understand that because she's a high-ranking witch, that's how she lived her life. She's 80 years old. She doesn't want to turn to Christ. And uh, I, so that's my bloodline. I examine my bloodline. What's on my bloodline? What, what's on my family tree? Is it generation of curses? Uh, is it infirmity? Is it alcohol? 
is it uh, divorce? What What is on your family tree that you can confront, that you can break, destroy, dismantle by the power of God and the Bible, the word of God in the Bible and the arsenal prayers? I'm, this is one thing, there's this prayers that are awesome, but mm -hmm. there's spiritual warfare prayers that it makes a difference in against the enemy. And that's what I teach believers. So I believe that you need to make an assessment of where you are, where you're going, and what the Holy Spirit is showing you in your life that you have hindering, delay, blockages, distractions, spiritual ones that you need to deal with. Because a lot of time we deal with, this is a mistake that Christians make. The mistake that Christians make, they, when, when, they don't, when they don't want to confront the struggles that they're dealing with because they haven't been taught and trained, the struggles become strongholds and they become bondage if you don't kill it, end up wow. killing you spiritually. And that's just, those are the, those, the devil, the first thing he can, he gives you so he, he can entrap you a struggle, spiritual mm -hmm. struggle. I'm struggling with pornography. I just mm -hmm. turned it on this week. I know I, I turned it off. I only did it one week. I only did it for mm -hmm. once a week. Oh man, then, then next week you're doing it twice now. See, mm -hmm. now, and that is increasing to become a stronghold and become bondage. Right? But if you don't kill it at the beginning, we'll yes. end up destroying you. Wow. It ends up destroying you. Now, just before we talk about uh, where the viewers can get a copy of our book here, and I'll be also telling you, actually, our viewers, how I can give you one copy. Uh, uh, I just want you to talk about um, uh, the spiritual warfare boot camp ecos that you do. You know, it's, it's amazing because, you know, I... I, I, the Lord told me to do a spiritual warfare boot camp, you know, because we need, uh, we need to be trained, armed, and dangerous, and equipped in the spirit realm. We need to be stealth. We need, we need to be unmovable, unshakable in the yes. spirit realm. The God, God doesn't mind the devil to hit you or push mm -hmm. you, and hit you or push you. God doesn't want you to move from the place he placed you. Mm -hmm. Don't give the devil territory. Don't get, don't shrink back. You displease God. So mm -hmm. I train believers how to hold their ground when they're doing the spiritual warfare, how to break, mm -hmm. destroy, dismantle, how to confront the devil, how to fight yes. every demonic stronghold with the demonic spirits of the second, first heaven, territory spirit, familiar spirit. I, I teach believers how to identify and get into the fight, engage, mm -hmm. and come out winners. I teach to, to, to eight weeks of training. A spiritual warfare. You don't even got this stuff in college. You go to Bible college and you don't get nothing. You come back nothing. with a diploma. You can't nothing. I'm. Mean, we talking about we we in a we in a war. We, yeah. we we in a war. I mean, Pastor, you know the stuff in the heavenly yeah. that are rumbling. You know the stuff in your region that mm -hmm. the devil is trying to take over. How do you keep your family free? How do you keep yourself free? How do you keep yourself uh, being being filled with the Spirit? How do you keep mm -hmm. yourself your mind intact? How do you keep yourself to not being fragmented? Because you, so spiritual boot camp, spiritual warfare boot camp is teaching you that. It's teaching, then it's teaching you how to be special ops is a second course. It's yes. teaching you how to be spiritual snipers. Mm -hmm. We shoot at everything. We miss everything. We get nothing accomplished. And the devil's still after us. And he still has a stronghold over. How do you bring out the targets of the enemy's camp spiritually, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How do you bring them down and they're strong? They got your name on it. How do you bring down the demonic altars? They got your name on it, your family, your marriage, your children. How do you break the strong? How do you break the bondage, the strongholds in your life that mm -hmm. that or generation of curse that was passed down to you with no fault of your own because your father was an alcoholic, your grandfather was an alcoholic, or, or your grandmother had cancer, and your father had cancer, and your and your aunt had cancer, and now you got cancer. How do you deal with these devils? Mm -hmm. How do you break these things completely and fully and live a life of total freedom, nothing missing, nothing broken? And that's what yes. the spiritual warfare boot camp and special op is to teach believers, to train believers, because very few churches mm -hmm. are engaging the enemy. Mm -hmm. Very few churches are arming the believers to know how to fight the good fight. How and where can the people go to sign up for the ECOs? 
Oh, thank you so much. I, you can go to my website. You can go to johnramirez.org, johnramirez.org, or info at johnramirez.org. You can go there and you can sign up. You won't regret to put something in your arsenal to fight the good fight. Because in the end, you're, in the end of your ministry, Pastor, you have an amazing ministry. Sir, I can see it in my spirit. You have a, yes. a very powerful ministry. Mm -hmm. I thank God for very, very few people like yourself that really are mm -hmm. vessels of honor for the Lord Jesus Christ. But in the end, Every person that fights, the, every person that's been enlisted in this incredible army that God has called us mm -hmm. to be, in the end, he wants us to be like Paul, the Apostle mm -hmm. Paul. The Apostle Paul in his second, second Timothy, his last will testament, mm -hmm. Paul says something incredible to Timothy. He mm -hmm. said, I fought the good fight. Yes. I mean, he, he, said, he said, I didn't take it easy. I went on vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, I brought some no. suntan lotion. No. I, I, you know, I bought me a new bed. No, mm -hmm. he said, I fought the good fight. How amazing those words that you can have the confidence mm -hmm. that when you finish your race, you can say the same thing. Mm -hmm. I fought the good fight. I made Amen. Jesus Christ proud that he mm -hmm. picked me. Mm -hmm. And hell, hell, hell will rejoice yes. that you left the battlefield. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because you were armed and dangerous against the devil. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much, man of God. That is uh, not only encouraging just me listening to you and, uh, you know, the spirit that is upon you, just the spirit to set the people free, to set their captives free. Right. Uh, that is uh, what we need more, especially in this season. Uh, that is what the church needs more. Uh, that's when we're going to go and see the outpouring of the renewal and the presence of God when people's uh, you know lives are lifted off from the jars of the enemy so i appreciate your ministry i'm so thankful uh, for you and i hope we're gonna have you i know you are a very busy man uh, uh it was even actually difficult for us to get you on on here uh, and i can see you traveling right now but i uh, thank you for your time to just come on unstoppable faith yeah, man thank you so much we're gonna fight the good fight we're gonna make jesus christ proud that he picked us and we're going to make the devil a very unhappy person, right? Because uh, we are armed and dangerous and we have a ministry that we have a ministry that has come straight from heaven and would not Amen. be shaken, not be moved. And we are going to make Jesus Christ proud. Amen. So thank you for your work. Thank you for the work in your kingdom. Thank you for everything you're doing. And where can our viewers get the book? Uh, where can they get the copy of the book? Uh, they can go to Amazon and you can go to Amazon. Uh, there's other few books of mine that I wrote there too. That will be a blessing. You can read the, you know, I always tell people don't buy a book unless you read the reviews about the book, yes. right? Because the reviews speak for themselves, right? So mm -hmm. read the reviews before you purchase the book and you're going to see what God's going to do in your life. Amen. 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 Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at and share your testimony.